Hey friends, I'm Ashley. Hey you guys, I'm Lainey. And this is Haunted Real Estate. Hello and happy holidays, everybody. Hello. Hello. Well, I got inspired by you, actually, big sister. Mm. So Ashley's been inspired by holiday folklore, and I found myself curious about what are some hauntings or ghosts or fun stories that are around Christmas time that could be real. So I am going to go into four different stories of, I'm calling it Ghosts of Christmas Past. I know that's not the most original, but four different stories. Uh, Some are true, where you can spot these ghosts around the festive holiday of Christmas. Uh, One of them is a legend, which... It's a really sad one to me, but it's a it's an interesting one. Um, so there's a little bit of variety in here. I've never done four stories at once, but they are condensed. So are you ready? I'm ready. I'm I'm feeling Christmassy and I'm excited. So you look super Christmassy right now. Do I? Yeah. Okay. She's she's dressed in red and green and has a sparkle stars on her hair. <laughs> I'm literally dressed in black and then different shades of gray. <laughs> Like, no color. I don't even have makeup on. I know. I did know I was meeting with Diane Keaton today. Isn't that... What? She's a beige and black woman. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I was like, wait. No, you're not meeting Diane Keaton. Um, Please. Dang it. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. The nice thing about podcasts is you don't see our faces. So, like, come as you are. It's totally fine. I got my stretchy pants and Uggs on today. And nobody knows except the fact that we're just saying it. Yeah. I mean call myself out. I even went to the office today with no makeup. I tried to tell you people that you looked like a Christmas tree, but yeah, I wasn't going to even <laughs> let that happen. But my boss, hey Lynn, told me at 9.32, she was like, hey, an agent's coming in for a review if you want to be there at 9.40. And I was like, okay, yeah, on Monday. And she was like, no, today. I was like, what? It's 9.32. So anyway, <laughs> jeans, shirt, out the door. Like it no preparation, so that's how the day started. Thanks, Lynn. Thanks, Lynn. I appreciate it. Love to bring her out of her comfort zone. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, story one, we're going to be talking about Anne Boleyn and the Hever Castle. Oh, Anne Boleyn's so fascinating. Right? For those of you who don't know the story of Anne Boleyn, I'll give you a very brief rundown. She was the second wife of King Henry VIII and the mother to Queen Elizabeth I. The events surrounding the annulment of his first wife, Catherine of Aragon, and marriage to Anne is what led him to break up with the Roman Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the whole thing is so shady. Like I, I'm fascinated by the Tudors, so I know a lot about the Tudors. I know there's that show. I never watched it. It was pretty good. But it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually was talking to Casey about that the other day because I loved the Tudors when it was out and it just like really sucked me into like the whole family in real life. And then Outlander came out and Downton Abbey and then I got, you know, I love like historical things. And then I went back to watch the Tudors not that long ago and I was like, you know what's tough about this show is there's not a lot of redeemable characters. Like, really, everybody's kind of, like, selfish. King Henry VIII is kind of an asshole. Like, no redeemable... And then Outlander and Downton Abbey, like, you're rooting for most of the people. Yeah. And even, I mean, Downton Abbey, that one's... That 
one just, even the characters you're like, you don't really like, they're redeemable in some way. Like you do, you're, you're in a weird way kind of rooting for them. I've never seen Downton Abbey. I'm one Whoa. of those few. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, you did know this because uh, I never know what you're I didn't about. remember. I chose to block that out. I <laughs> love that show a and the movies. A lot of people do, um, but... I didn't realize it was, like, historical. I thought it was, like, a old-timey, like, soap opera. No. I didn't know. I didn't know. It's so wholesome. Like, it's not, you know, there's not, like, sex scenes and stuff like that. It's It was PBS, so oh, it's super wholesome. PBS? But it's, the first episode is 2012. They're reading in the newspaper about the sinking of the Titanic, and they actually had, like, a related family member on the Titanic. In 2012? 2012. 1912, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, so then it's 1912, and then World War One, and yeah, so that's... So okay. over 100 years ago. Cool. It's really good. Those characters, you just like fall in love with almost all of them. And he, well, I guess I won't mention the characters now, but there's a couple that you're like, well, you're kind of a dick. I hope something happens to you. But then they like, they actually like grow the character over time. And I'm like, well, now I like you. Yeah. <laughs> and they've <laughs> been in the show and the time. movies the whole time. So anyway, I might have to go back and watch Downton Abbey now because I've watched Outlander like two times through and now I've watched Downton Abbey two times through too, but maybe it's time because that one's not as recent and it's over. So yeah. And I imagine heavily convoluted to where you can't possibly remember everything as it happened. No, no, I don't remember everything. I mean, there's, there was a couple things that like, oh, I forgot about that. Cause I think I binged it and then I got mom to watch it. So yeah, that had to be like 2014. Okay. The latest. Okay. Sorry. This is Christmas past, not shows (laughs) Ashley likes. So yeah, the, they broke up with Roman Catholic church and it brought on English English Reformation. Unfortunately, though, just within the first few years of marriage to the king, uh, he started to lose interest in her because she was a target of gossip from everything to witchcraft and adultery. Mm-hmm. She was even accused of incest with her own brother. Mm-hmm. I so, did know that. So gross. It's really sad. It is. It's such a sad story. Um, shortly after, her husband formally accused her too, said, off with your head, and she was executed May 19th of 1536. Well, I mean, she wasn't producing a male heir, and he never stayed loyal to any of his wives. I mean, he no. was always with other women. Absolutely. And so I think he was just like, I guess, opportunistic, and the grass is always greener. So I, I think like that was convenient for him. I feel like it takes, you know, most people more time to make babies. Some people get pregnant super fast Mm -hmm. but they weren't married that long like it didn't really give her that much time so yeah queen catherine that that was sad like them leaving but then the other queen catherine she's not so good all right she legitimately does have like affairs and stuff and okay she's really young and at that point that's like his fourth or fifth wife so he's older yeah it's just no bueno Well, it's definitely a very sad tale, and I'm glad I never wished in that time. Uh, Women had it just pretty horribly. Yeah. But prior to her courtship with the king, that ended in death, she spent her earlier years of her childhood in Hever Castle. Hever Castle is on the British countryside of Kent, and it was once home to the Boleyn family. Today, Anne Boleyn's spirit is sent to haunt the halls of Hever Castle. Rumor has it that her, and I quote, a somber specter is seen Drifting silently over the picturesque bridge that spans the River Eden in the grounds of the home where she knew of much happiness. Mm. Now, she isn't there all the time, though. Strangely enough, she allegedly only appears one day a year, and that's on Christmas Eve. Aww. 
I know that really bubs me out. We can only speculate why she returns to her childhood home. And that's probably, you know, heartbroken or homesickness. Or like, yeah, a place where you had like wholesome, I might keep using the word wholesome, like good wholesome memories. I know. That's so sad. For the Haunted Rooms UK website, uh, you can stay at the Hever Castle overnight and be part of the ghost hunt. Other ghosts at Hever Castle include an unknown unhappy ghost who wanders the gallery, often groaning and banging. <laughs> wow. That's funny when you have this unknown ghost. I know. Walk, we don't know what you're doing here, just puttering around. You don't even like go a here. drunken imbecile, just throwing things around. Puffing like, and puffing. Um, look at this guy. A phantom horse has also been seen galloping through the long gallery. Uh, what? Yeah. Well, just, what, I wonder what the gallery was in the past that a horse is just trotting through it. Like, was well, a barn th- there at one point? Maybe, but I I wonder, too. Um, it, yeah, it, it could be maybe the structure wasn't there yet. Who knows? Yeah. I read a lot of stuff about Headless Horsemen, which I didn't mm-hmm. include, and Phantom Horses. Like, a lot of that's going on in the 14 to 1800s. Hmm. Um, so you see that a lot, especially over in England. Uh, but the castle itself is very castle-like. Oh. Ooh. It looks pretty cool. It'd be yeah, fun really to explore. Nice. I'm like right on some water. Is that like a pond? It's a moat. No, I'm just kidding. It's a pond. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. Your girl likes a moat, though. Like, I know, I do Given too. a choice, I would have a moat. Oh, yes. That would just be so fun. I wouldn't have dangerous creatures in there. I would just yeah. have the moat just to yeah, give me cool a moment fish. while I release my bridge down for you. Yeah, exactly. That'd be so fantastic. I would love it. So yeah, so Anne Boleyn comes around on Christmas Eve to her childhood home. I thought that was a bummer, but also kind of cool. I mean, I like that, that she's kind of sweet. That just makes it, I don't know. I mean, I, I know things about Anne Boleyn, but I don't know all the ins and outs of her, but she's somebody I kind of always sympathized with. So it just Same. I, d- does give me the bummer feeling of like, oh, you're just going somewhere where you had some good, wholesome feelings. Do you know what the, what is it called? I was about to call it the Everlast Castle. Hever? Hever? Yes. Hever Castle? Hever Castle. H-E-V-E-R. Okay. okay. Didn't know it started with an H. Do you know what it's for now? Um, well, you could take ghost tours, so I think people, I think you could stay there and visit. Oh, okay. I think okay. it's more like for tourism. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, one Christmas Eve. One Christmas Eve. I love it. So the second one I'm going to be discussing is, it sounded like disgusting. Disgusting? <laughs> I'll be disgusting today. I'm talking about Hotel Bethlehem, and this is one I think would be really fun for us to go to. Um, it's located in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Oh. And didn't even know there was one. Okay. Different. Same year, because I was quite confused. It was like, in the U.S., I was like, Bethlehem. Jesus was walking in the U.S.? <laughs> I'm so confused. He's, he's American through and through. <laughs> My dumbass even, because at one point I came across um, the PA for Pennsylvania. I was like, that's not Be- that's not Pennsylvania. Like, now I have to Google PA to make sure that I know. Yeah. This is the the two letters for Pennsylvania. Um, but anyways, yes, we're going to Pennsylvania here. All right. Um, so it is home to a ton of ghosts. That's why I think it would be fun to go to. But I'm going to just focus on one in particular, and it centers around a young girl named Mary Yo. She was born in 1866, and Mary, or sometimes called May, was raised on the stage. Uh, she was very inspired uh, with her love for singing and performing from a very young age, uh, just because she grew up all around it. Kind of reminds me of What Women Want when he's, like, backstage with the showgirls yeah, with his mom. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's what I pictured, uh, just with her and her family. Her talent gained her so much attention, though, and eventually she found herself performing with huge success on stages in Paris and all throughout Europe. She even caught the attention of a very wealthy man named Lord Francis, who quickly married her and made her a member of the British aristocracy. Arist- <laughs> aristocracy? <Thank you. laughs> it's one of those words where I'm like, uh, aristocrats. Yeah. <laughs> Aristocat. Anyways, Lord Francis owned a very famous jewel that you might recognize. Mm. What do you think it is? I feel like I'm going to go back to the Titanic one. Is it? It's the Hope Diamond. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry, I forgot what it was called, but okay. Yeah, Lord Francis. I know very few jewels, so (laughs) that's two podcasts now I've gotten that one right, because it's the only one I know, probably. And I always have some glimmer of Titanic in my stories, which Mm -hmm. I, I don't mean to. Yeah, the stairway. Yeah. That's so funny how these things like circle right back. I love it. Anyways, stories are all related. They are. Um, So May did wear the Hope Diamond many times. Tragically, though, her success let let her down kind of a dangerous path. Her marriage fell apart after the Lord who swept her off her feet, uh, Lord Francis, he ended up going bankrupt. And so she went off to marry an American soldier who ended up robbing her of all of her wealth. Oh, no. Including her jewelry. Oh, hell no. (laughs) I know. So she just very unlucky. And, you know, at the time of her eventual passing, reports claimed that she recalled her years in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, as the best of her life. (laughs) To this day, Hotel Bethlehem's visitors claim to see apparitions of young Mayo. 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 Mayo Mayonnaise. Mary went by May. Then her last name's Yo. So Mayo. (laughs) I did not even think about that. Sorry. That's really funny. (laughs) Mayonnaise. Okay, but say how her name's spelled because we want to make sure we're saying it right. We think we're saying it right. It's Y-O-H-E. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking it's Yo. It could be Yo. Yo Hey. Yo Hey. Yo He. I should have looked that up. So I do apologize. Any listeners. Sorry if we're mispronouncing. I know we're not perfect. So she's often seen dressed in elegant attire and singing at the piano or pacing next to the Christmas tree. Singing at the piano? So Mm -hmm. they can, like, hear her. They can hear her, yeah. She's there by the piano. Or she's pacing next to the Christmas tree during the holidays. The hotel website state that her piano, this one I didn't get, but I read and reread. It states that the piano often turns on by itself. I don't know how you turn on a piano unless it's a certain kind, and I just am not aware. Or maybe it starts playing, but that is exactly what the words of the website say, is the piano turns on by itself. Okay, they must mean it starts playing by itself, because that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, Like there's not an on-off button. Could maybe play by itself, but yeah. Pianos are different. Yes. But some claim to hear her faint but recognizable voice. I'm sorry, I should have put that next to my other line. Um, singing some of her favorite songs. Now, this is one hotel I said I would love to go to. I love the decor. There's green trim all throughout the dining area. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be a great excuse to go to Pennsylvania. Oh, that's so pretty. I know. You just want to have a brunch there? Yes. Cheers to me with a mimosa. Yeah. I oh, love I it. love it. It's so pretty. I want, I'm like saving that picture did. for home inspiration. Yeah. Oh, well, that's quite a room. 
yeah, it's it's really pretty. Um, the the outside not so much; just looks like a typical hotel. Um, oh, you know, multi, multi that looks story. like that should be in Hollywood <laughs> with the the light yeah. on the top. Yeah, like yeah. The, uh, Welcome God, to Hollywood. What's your what's dream? your dream? I love that. Interesting. What? It's a pretty area, though. Oh, those style of houses. That is just not in Texas. It's truly not. I would love to freaking go. I've never had Pennsylvania on the list, but like getting into this, I was like, this would be perfect. There's so much to see. It's there's still so much history. Oh my gosh, I know. I mean, I had Boston on the list for so long. I need to add Pennsylvania. Well, it'd be nice if whenever we do make a visit up in that area that we could maybe hit a couple of dream spots. Like, while I'm going towards, you know, Massachusetts, why not go to the Conjuring House in Rhode Island? I mean, I was literally thinking about Conjuring House this morning, thinking I really want to go. <laughs> Still trying to drag me there. Yes. How precious. Well, it's not too far. I was supposed to go to Boston when I went to visit Julie oh, in Rhode, Rhode Island, yeah. but there was a huge snowstorm. So us Texas girls were not prepared to try to make that drive attempt. Yeah. So the next story I'm talking about, and this one is just wild to me and tragic, but it is called The Mistletoe Bride in the Brahms Hill House. So this is a, one of the legends I mentioned. The legend of the mistletoe... Mistletoe... <laughs> Mistletoe Bride has been retold for centuries, and it's taken many different forms. What a cool name. The Mistletoe Bride? The Mistletoe Bride. Yes, but you might not think so after. Okay. (laughs) No, but it is. It is a cool legend. Um, It's just sad. Yeah. Uh, So, the story's true origin is difficult to determine. Many have come to believe its roots are in the disappearance of Lord Lovell's bride at the Bromshill House in Hampshire, England. Uh, It did mention a couple other houses it could possibly be, or other people, so that's why it's considered a legend. Uh, The story's just been retold so many times it's hard to pinpoint. There was actually a poem written by Thomas Haynes Bailey in the 1830s called The Mistletoe Bow, and it became a song sung at Christmas time in Victorian households. Mm. I'll read it out after the story. Not a good singer, so I'm not going to try to sing Don't it, sing but it, it yeah. definitely seems sing-songy. And also just <laughs> so dark. I feel like so many songs, like the lullabies and just weird stuff came out of the Victorian age. Yeah. Um, and side note, I'm not just on my phone. I'm, like, looking at pictures. No, that's cool. I just like to see exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, ale- allegedly, as it goes, Lord Lovell was preparing to marry a young woman related to Sir John Cope, the owner of Brahms Hill House. Mm-hmm. This was, of course, around Christmas time, so mistletoe hung throughout the mansion, inspiring the whole wedding party to play a game. The young bride-to-be would hide somewhere in the mansion, and the groomsmen would all seek her out, and whoever found her first would get to kiss her. Oh, okay. So weird Not now. her fiancé? No. <laughs> well, if he's also playing, but... Well, yeah. right, Could but you if imagine he's not the one that like finds her, Casey's then... Casey's best friend found you and kissed you, and you're like, I'm getting married in two hours, Here's sir. my hand. <laughs> No, interesting game. Um, it would be fun to play hide and seek. I would love to make it that a thing, but yeah. like, don't kiss me. Give me a flower. Well, did you see the movie day. Ready or Not? Kind of makes me not want to play that as a wedding party game. True. I really enjoyed that movie. That I was did a too. Fun that was, that's a really fun one to watch. Yeah. It's like not too, it's not like scary, but it's like, this family's so messed Psycho. up. Psycho. How could you do that to your fiance too? Like, I don't know. He knew know. the whole time that was going to happen. Didn't tell her. That's not fair. 
No. Okay, sorry. I just totally... If you haven't seen that movie, it's pretty good. I suggest a watch. It's It's a movie about hide and seek on their wedding night. Yeah. It's... it's, Yeah, there's... There's weapons too, so it's good. Yeah, it's a it's an it's an intense game of hide and seek. Not recommended <laughs> to anyone, no matter what age. No. Uh, so the bride went to hide, and the wedding party sought out to find her. However, the minutes turned to hours, and they still could not find her. Eventually, the game turned very serious, and no matter where they looked, she remained missing. Not until fifty years later what? did Lord. What? Fifty years went by. At what point did they say? screw it we're done looking for her like at what point did they just yeah. give up how did we just zoom 50 years my mind hole just blew up like what just happened anyway couldn't find her 50 years later what what yeah so lord level he was still wondering you know about his bride's disappearance he happened upon was he no shit your bride up and just disappeared five decades earlier um he found a secret closet in the upstairs room of brahms hill house and inside he found a wooden chest this was sorry this was her father's house but he somehow got to continue to live there i thought he wanted to like be with her because probably no yeah it's her family's house it doesn't say he still lives there but he's still seeking answers as to her disappearance. Oh, okay. So. I just assumed he was like, I'm let sure me he's putter still... around now that I've been living here for 50 years no. and see if I can still find her. I, I don't think he has taken residence, but I'm sure the family still allows him to enter okay. the property. Okay. Uh, he found a wooden chest sealed shut with a lock, and upon opening it, he found the nearly unrecognizable remains of his bride. Some say her skeleton was found clasping a sprig of mistletoe, maybe to claim a kiss from her husband to be. What? So, yeah. Um, this is wild. So, But so, it was locked from the outside? Yeah, so back in the day, it was known to like give these massive... In- intricate chests for a wedding gift mm-hmm. and so it's possible someone put her in it but then or it's where possible... they didn't speak up when nobody could find her like okay you guys let me fess up that we put her in a chest if it's locked from the outside it seems like she was murdered it does yeah so maybe one of those gr- groomsmen found her she didn't want to kiss him and he was like all right bitch locking you inside yeah <laughs> if i can't have you no one will literally yeah but that's why it's a legend. We don't have much more information, but if this was a Christmas wedding and a festive time and she disappeared and wasn't found for 50 years and she was still in the house where she was hiding. I will literally think of this story at least once a day for the rest of my life. <laughs> that is a wild story. I know, isn't it? It's Anyway, it's so 50 sad. years later, like, <laughs> What? But it was locked from the outside, so that's sinister. And in a secret closet. Like, I could see her going in there like, oh, they'll never find me. But, but on top of a secret closet, then you get into a chest but that's we also, locked from the outside? We also don't know how the lock works. It, it mean, she could have shut it and it auto-locks and no one knew to go in there. What year is this? 15-something. I don't think they... I don't oh, know about... God. I don't know yeah, the history of locksmithing, but I don't feel oh, like there were automatic yeah, it's locks. probably not mechanical like that, but who knows? It was just very heavy. She could never get out. She had stuff covering her. Maybe somebody found her and just, like, locked it. Like, oh, this is all her stuff. I'm so I'm saying somebody knew. <sighs> Maybe they didn't know she was 
under clothing. Maybe she really had. I don't know. I need answers. <laughs> I don't have any. It's I'm a legend. Going on a hard search on this. It's a legend. So this is where it's going to get fun. Uh, so the poem that I said I would read. I like how you said you don't sing. You don't have to sing a poem. I know, but you could tell there's a tune, and so I don't want to, oh. like, monotone it. Oh. But I also haven't heard it from anyone else. the Herald Angels <laughs> Sing. <laughs> yes. Okay, I get it. I'm weary of dancing now, she cried. Here, Terry, a moment, I'll hide, I'll hide. And love will be sure you're the first to trace the clue to my secret hiding place. Away she ran, her friends began, each tower to search and each nook to scan. The young level cried, oh, where do you hide? I'm lonesome without you, my own fair bride. They sought her that night and they sought her the next day. They sought her in vain while a week passed away. In the highest and lowest, the loneliest spot, young Lovell sought wildly but found her not. And years flew by and their grief at last was told a sorrowful tale long past. That's, ah, I know, dark poem. She sounds like a really sad, lonely man. So yeah, as I was saying, this wasn't really a ghost story, but I wanted to incorporate it because we do love a good legend in this house. Mm-hmm. And even though this one is far more tragic than the legends we like to discuss, I guess they're all kind of tragic. You know, legends aren't great. But (laughs) dying in a box hiding from your husband is one way to ruin your Christmas wedding day. Sure. For sure. Um, Here is a photo associated with it of her getting into a similar box of what she might have been in. That one's actually a reasonable size chest versus the one I was just looking at, which seemed a little cramped. Plus, I'm a little claustrophobic. Yeah, this one's like a coffin. That's a huge chest. Look at this picture. Oh. That like decrepit, because I saw that before you said the chest thing, and then I closed my phone, because I was like, okay, I need to get there, because what the hell is this picture of this decrepit man looking inside this chest of the skeletal remains? Oh, level all old. With the strength of a much younger man, he lifts the lid of the chest. Oh, the strength of a much younger man. Yeah. So the fourth and final story I'm going to be talking about is Raynham Hall, which I love a hall. Yeah. (laughs) This sounds derogatory. It's not. It's called the Brown Lady of Raynham Hall. So the Brown Lady of Raynham Hall, which is in Norfolk, England, it's had visitors and paranormal investigators intrigued for hundreds of years. This would be a truly fun one to see. Back in the 1700s, owner Charles Townsend married a very young woman named Dorothy Walpole. While they lived happily together for some time in Raynham Hall, Townsend soon became paranoid that his wife was going to be unfaithful to him. We, I wonder if he had any reason to believe that. I she was, she was, was probably cougar. like smiling and nice and that was enough to be like she's cheating on me. I don't know. This one of those stories where you kind of hate the husband. Uh-huh. So he's all paranoid and shit um, and he eventually drives himself pretty mad with jealousy and he decides i'm gonna hide dorothy away in the hall and he tells all of her friends and family that she tragically passed now she told people that no he he hid her away in the hall and he tells all of her friends and family that she passed away oh oh okay I, i know now i can't imagine someone just telling me that kind of news about you or a loved one without some authority figure confirming the body yeah, and like cause a body of death. something <laughs> i mean yeah that's i'm glad it's not just me um but 
This is the 1700s we're talking about. So, husband said she tragically passed. I guess you believe it and walk away. More more remotely. There's no no ceremonies. What year is this? Uh, I don't have a specific year. I just have 1700s. Oh, okay. Okay. um, So, 1700s, they didn't require a body or anything to... I mean, not like... Obviously, a body doesn't definitively... There could be no body and somebody is still dead, obviously. But, you know, like... Y'all, she died. Yeah. There's a podcast I listen to that they always sing, no body, no crime. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. (sighs) I mean, obviously it's tough when there's no body, but that doesn't mean. Well, Frazier says that. Don't forget, Niles. The absence of a body does not mean that there's an absence of a crime. (laughs) Yes. I love it. I Um, love that show. I could turn everything into Frasier. For real, I could too. I love it. We should just send Frasier memes to each other to respond to like questions and stuff. Especially the serious ones. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like, obviously, like if I'm like, hey, can you come over today or whatever? Like send me a Frasier gif to answer it. Okay. Because I think that would be so funny. What do you want to eat for lunch? Toss salad and scrambled eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, God. All right. Sorry, guys. So Dorothy was forced to stay inside the mansion, uh, only allowed to wander through its halls. Uh, Not long after she was locked away, it said that she did pass away, never having left Raynham Hall again. Sound Uh, like you said Random Hall. (laughs) Raynham. I have, I need to get my retainer pulled out, I think, because I just lisp all the time. Mm. It's great. Or slur my words, really. I just kind of sound tipsy all the time. That's nice. (laughs) That's the goal. I swear to God, guys, it's 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> oh, anyways, so ever since her passing, people have witnessed her the... fake passing? No, no, no. He said she she ended up dying. Are you listening at all? You, I'm sorry. You're not into the story. I, sorry, I got... I don't know. Okay. No, so she... Once she was locked away, he said, I killed her. Or no. What? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's what I'm confused. No, I know I made it I confusing. thought he just said she's dead. No, but. and then I said... She, so she was indeed forced to stay inside. Not long after she was locked away, she did pass oh, okay. away. I'm sorry. I think I'm just Death. still thinking about she Frasier. She truly died. Thinking All about right. watching Frasier later. All right. Okay. I'm with you now. I'm here. <laughs> Um, so ever since her passing, people have witnessed the image of a woman in a tattered brown dress wander- wandering through the halls. And some of these reported encounters are pretty freaky. One visitor, unaware of the legend at all, approached a woman in the hall only to have her look at him with a glowing face, which sounds very Ghostbusters. That's Yeah, that sounds weird. Uh, but where the eyes should have been, there was only empty sockets. Oh. <sighs> I would die a thousand deaths and nobody would believe me if that happened to me. (laughs) Well, I'd be very concerned if you came to me with that information. I know. Either Lainey's brain is breaking or she saw that. Yeah. Years later, after numerous other reported sightings, a photographer from Country Life magazine visited Raynham Hall to document it for an article. After snapping the photograph of the central stairwell, he saw within the image a hazy silhouette that many believe is none other than Dorothy Walpole, the brown lady. Mm -hmm. And they're calling her the brown lady because of a brown dress. Shockingly enough, these sightings happen to happen right around Christmas time. Interesting. So here is the photo of her and that looks like kind of like the wife in Casper when she kind of appears as an apparition. Very like glowy but transparent. Yeah, but you could tell it's a woman. 
Yeah. So that's a really cool picture. I'll definitely post that on the Instagram because that's like the ghost picture everyone wants to capture. Yeah. Which, of course, I'm always like, is it real? Is it? Yeah. Because they did that a lot. Oh, my gosh. What? I forgot whatever they called those pictures where it's like, oh, I'm going to take a picture of you and... That Mary Todd one with Lincoln as a ghost hovering mm-hmm. over her, but like those were that whole photographer faked. was yeah under trial. Sham. Right? Yeah, so there's a ton of these little stories to discover, and I found them a ton of fun to read about. Another one I really liked and originally included was the Crescent Hotel in the Ozarks. Um, there is a fun Christmas Eve story where I guess all the packages move from one side of the room to another and multiple guests reported the room filling with Victoria, Victorian dressed apparitions. Wow. Sounds super cool. It's scary. So like a collective group of ghosts is like, guys, yeah. meet here, holidays. Move the presents. Move the presents We're going around. dancing. <laughs> Interesting. Um, But the Crescent Hotel is plagued by so many ghosts and traumatic events, scarier than that one Christmas tale, so I thought it was worthy of its own episode down the road. Okay. Plus, I'd love to go to the Ozarks. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought Hotel Bethlehem would be a fun one, too, to visit. Um, They do have a ghost named Daddy, so I would... (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you just see me creeping around the hall? Daddy. Daddy! No. Ashley! Daddy's behind you. (laughs) (laughs) That is not my thing. No. It's not mine either in a serious moment, but it is. No, but you say it often enough. Fun to joke about. That it makes me so uncomfortable. Yes. Hottie McDaddy. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Uh, so perhaps we'll dive deeper into those and if you have visited any of the properties discussed today i would love for you to let us know what you think um and i would love to hear your stories if they're christmas ghosts or just the regular creeps or sad souls who stick around year round i'm gonna have mistletoe bright in my head until the end of time i know that one's a good one yeah that is a good one well it was interesting did you have a favorite story yeah, mistletoe bride okay. <laughs> that I'm going to think about for the rest of my life. I told you once a day for the rest of my life, that story will come into my brain. I'm just going to be like, all I hear is, and 50 years later, well, <laughs> at what point did they stop looking for her? That's what I need to know. It didn't like, well, shoot. Oh, it's, I'm sure it was weeks and months. And did then they the, think she ran away? That, that's another theory is it's possible they thought she left and he was stood up on his wedding day. Like, all right, she people, just disappeared. Leave a note at least because that just makes people. I don't know if you're dead, I don't know if you were kidnapped. Like, leave a freaking note so, like, at least I know. Okay, yeah. you up and left, that was your choice. You up and disappeared. Now, I like, I'll you know, look for you the rest of my life because I was gonna marry you. What if one of the groomsmen or family members is like, I don't want you to marry my son or brother or friend? Get well, that's, out it or sounds kill your whole family. So maybe she ran away like that and couldn't tell anyone. Or yeah, maybe she was. Well, she didn't go lock herself in a <laughs> chest. That's no. I don't think anybody's like. Plus, it, if it's her, locked from the back. outside, it had to be a choice. Yeah. Oh, that whole thing is weird. Super weird. But well, I'll be thinking about that for a long time. Thanks for that image. You're welcome. I'll find a Fraser meme that kind of sticks with the mistletoe bride and. 
Yeah. Send it to you once a day. Sweet. That's great. <laughs> um, so thank you guys for listening. Um, if you would like to follow us on Instagram, if you're not already, that is haunted.real.estate, where we post the pictures that accompany our episodes. And if you would like to send us any episode ideas, you can do that at hauntedrepod at gmail.com. And we love new ideas. And if you were feeling like donating, which of course, you are not obligated to, but it's always appreciated. Um, we do have a Venmo Haunted RE, and you'll see the same picture that we have um, for the podcast. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, and we hope you have a Merry Merry Christmas, or as Moira would say, wishing you all a resplendent and joyous Christmas, darlings. May the holiday season shower you with opulence and merriment. Nicely done. Goodbye. Opulence and merriment to all of you. Have a lovely day.